0: Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know how to help you. Now, here's your host, Jordan Goodman.
1: Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman. My guest this hour is Scott Letourneau. Uh, he has founded Nevada Corporate Planners, which is a company that helps individual businesses get started and do the right things with their money. Uh, welcome to the show, Scott. Thank you, Jordan. Great to be with you. Um, One of the things that you talk about is how uh, entrepreneurs make uh, financial mistakes all the time. And uh, I thought we'd go through some of those mistakes that people make and uh, tell people how to avoid making those kind of mistakes. Uh, Before we get into the individual mistakes, why don't you just give us an overview of why entrepreneurs tend to make these kind of mistakes.
2: As we know, George, 95% of business owners and entrepreneurs fail within five years. And so the big challenge is they get off on the wrong foot, the wrong foundation to start their business. And it's not necessarily their fault because when you think about it, nobody's ever developed a business startup store, you know, step one where you go to start a business. So what happens, the pattern we've noticed over 14 years is entrepreneurs go to different professionals, they get different opinions. Their accountant gives you one opinion from a tax point of view, the attorney a legal opinion, the financial plan or a different opinion from a financial point of view and so entrepreneurs get off on a shaky foundation and nobody connects the dots in these subjects, especially the one we're going to talk about today, and that's what we're gonna get into in more detail.
1: Okay. The first uh mistake you say people make is to use personal credit to finance their business. What is wrong with doing that and, and uh how can they avoid making a mistake like that?
2: Yeah this is a big mistake. of all small business in the United States are sole proprietorships. And typically that pattern comes because if you go to your accountant and you want to know if you'll save money by incorporating or saving taxes, they'll, you know, if you don't make enough profits, they'll see keep it simple, be a sole proprietorship. What ends up happening, you self-finance your business on your personal credit cards. So when that happens, what the entrepreneur does is they will increase their revolving debt and that'll drive down their personal credit score and they're using their personal credit to finance a business. The better approach, and the right approach, is to form a separate legal entity like a corporation or LLC from day one. Stop using your personal credit as much as you can. It'll still come into play a little bit. But get, for example, a simple business credit card, the name of the LLC or corporation. Yes, it's personally guaranteed, but the debt doesn't show up in your personal credit bureau, so that's step one to get you moving in the right direction.
1: So uh, people tend to pay their business expenses with their personal cards. So, what what, what if that keeps going? What what is the mistake that
2: that uh, you know? It's how does that mistake compound things in the business? Yeah. See, the problem is again, as somebody who is the sole proprietorship, what they're doing is they're using their personal credit to pay for all their business bills, and it's it's part of what I mentioned is they start ruining their personal credit because the revolving debt goes higher because they're using the, the personal credit cards to pay for business expenses. I mean, the whole IRS subject is a separate issue of whether you, d- you documented things properly. We're talking about financing. So what happens, as I said, they drive down their, their personal credit score. Now your personal credit score drops because of the business. So if you had a very good credit score and you're starting a business, you want to learn how to protect that credit score when you start a business. Now, a lot of people are in the boat. They have a, a, not a very good personal credit score to begin with. Well, that's when you form an entity, and you learn how to develop business credit separately. So two separate strategies, but they're all very important. And, again, it comes back to the foundational element that most people, when they start a business, they don't know where to go first. Some people go to the accountant. They give the correct tax advice but it doesn't overlap into this financial area and they end up shooting themselves in the foot from the very beginning
1: and you're saying when they're lowering their personal credit score then their credit lines can get reduced for personal use as well because banks are watching that very carefully is that right
2: yeah absolutely so your personal credit score greatly affects your ability to get personal credit so if you know the cushion obviously if you're going to be uh, attempting to refinance or buy a house in this economy, your personal credit score is key. And so a lot of people just don't understand the connection between personal and business credit. And they also don't realize, Jordan, that, you know, when you form that LLC or corporation and any type of cash financing, I should say most types of cash financing like a business credit card, a business line of credit, your personal credit score is a very key component. So, for example, if you apply for a business credit card from day one when you form an LLC and just started your business, obviously you have no business history. So the formula by the banks is based upon your personal credit score, your personal revolving debt. So if your credit cards are 95% maxed out and your credit score is 580, you're going to get rejected for a simple business credit card because that's a majority what the criteria is based upon also, what comes into play is derogatories like foreclosures or bankruptcies. So it's critical to understand the distinction between your personal credit and then starting a business. How do you separate the two?
1: And then what happens if the business fails, and how does that affect your personal credit?
2: You know, that's, that's a huge problem because what most people are doing, even those who formed an LLC or corporations, and a lot of your listeners are thinking, okay, good, I've already done that but they're still using their personal credit way too too often. We know 95% of businesses fail. A lot of times it's for lawsuits, legal reasons, but the biggest killer is they run out of cash. And they 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 don't have enough money to sustain the business, the model's not working. Then you have all these personal guarantees, you're not going to avoid all of them, but all the vendors are personal guaranteed and then what happens is they just end up going after you personally and you end up personally jeopardizing your assets anyways so you would have been much better off you know forming the LLC or corporation step one is very good but you got to learn to separate the business and personal credit there will be some personal guarantees but if you don't do it properly in the right sequence of events it's catastrophic you're just going to end up losing everything
1: the next mistake you talk about is putting personal assets at risk Uh, so again how do people do that that's separate from their personal credit
2: yeah. So what happens is uh, it, it's very simple. What they do is, again, they they operate as a sole proprietorship. I'll give you a couple other reasons people do it. Uh, they'll say things to me like, I want to keep things simple. I'm just starting. I don't have any assets yet. I don't know if I'm going to make it in business, so why spend the money to be a separate legal entity? I mean, even a lot of people, there's a big transfer of wealth in the United States that if somebody passes on, leaves your estate to, to your children who are running businesses as sole proprietorships and they get sued or there's liability, you, know, you could be given your estate to their creditors. So it's very challenging. A lot of people are just taking way too much risk in this economy by operating as a sole proprietorship and not learning how to separate their personal and business credit, which in the end jeopardizes everything you work for personally.
1: So in addition to their personal credit, putting their assets at risk, you say it's another mistake to contaminate their credit. Uh, how do they do that when they're starting a business?
2: Yeah, it's uh, you know, the banks are very creative with this, and they're very smart. So what the banks will do, I mean, again, typically if they start the business as a sole proprietorship, which we recommend against, uh, you know, if you're married, a husband and wife, uh, what the banks will do is uh, if you have a personal credit card in your name, and they notice that your spouse is not tied to the personal credit card, the banks will incentivize you with either an increase in an overdraft line of credit or increase the line of credit if you add your spouse to it. And what they're really trying to do is protect their downside. <clears throat> in other words, if something happens to you personally or in your business that affects you personally, they want to make sure both spouses are liable and so you want to be aware of that. So not only do you separate your personal and business credit, ideally, <clears throat> excuse me, you want to separate, if you're husband and wife, the, the lines of credit you have individually and not contaminate them together. As, as a lot of people, that's how they self-finance their business. You want to keep those things separate also.
1: Another mistake you say is not to pay your bills on time 100% of the time. Uh, what if you just pay you no. Know- Payment a few days late. What kind of difference is that going to make in the credit available?
2: So, you know, we're all aware of our credit score and the the ability to, you know, making paying bills on time greatly affects your personal credit. A lot of people aren't aware of how to affect your business credit. In other words, going back to forming the LLC, if you uh, apply for a simple business credit card in the name of the LLC, yes, it's personally guaranteed. The debt doesn't show up in your personal credit bureau. But one of the things they look at are derogatories, and one of the major derogatories are personal late payments. Most banks, if you have, uh, two or more 60 day or 30 day late payments, they'll reject you from getting a business credit card. So it, it's critical. Now when it comes to business credit and vendors, uh, you know, there's 50,000 vendors out there, Jordan, that grant credit or business credit to business owners. The challenge is less than 10% reports to the business credit bureaus. So if you're lucky enough to find the ones that report to the business credit bureaus, the next thing you gotta do when you use those vendors, obviously you gotta pay the bill on time because they'll report that good payment history to the business credit bureaus. Just like personal credit, as you build up that business credit score in the business credit bureaus by paying your bills on time, it'll help you get access to more credit and build what's called a business credit asset in the name of the business. So those things are critical. It's part of staying organized, and you want to pay them on time. Very good.
1: Okay, we're going to go to a break. Uh, This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Scott Letourneau. Uh, He has founded a company called Nevada Corporate Planners. Uh, You can find out more about what he does in helping small businesses thrive and incorporate and so on his website is businessanswerstoday.com we'll be back after this
3: Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. If you lead a team of any kind, you need to listen to this show. Tune in to Leading with Emotional Intelligence, hosted by Esther Orioli. Esther provides you with the tools and techniques you need to harness the power of EQ to stop setting goals and start changing behaviors in your organization. Get the latest concepts in EQ from a top-of-the-house perspective and have your questions answered on air. Leading with Emotional Intelligence is broadcast live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel.
2: Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca provides those of you eager to invest well in real estate with the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus is to help you maximize your real estate investment dollars.
3: Listen live to the brightest minds in investment real estate every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca, where America learns to invest. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network.
0: You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back
1: to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman. My guest this hour is Scott Letourneau. Uh, He is the president of Nevada Corporate Planners, uh, which is a company based in Las Vegas that helps businesses around the country uh, do better with their personal finances. Uh, Welcome back to the show, Scott. Thank you. And just tell us a little bit more about Nevada Corporate Planners and what kind of services it offers for entrepreneurs and small businesses.
2: Yeah, you know, for the last 14 years, we've helped entrepreneurs get off to a fast start to profits. And it starts with the right foundation for your business. Everything from Form the correct entity. Should be an LLC. How is it tax? Should be a corporation. We incorporate in all 50 states. And then we lead into how to keep the iris off your back obviously, a very important subject. How to run your business as a business, not a hobby. And how do you build business credit, separate your personal business credit? And it's all gained to get you into that position to have a solid foundation so you can do what you do best and be profitable, which is obviously the part of why you went into business
1: you've always said that it's, uh, people really don't learn how to run businesses they're enthused about whatever the content of the business is and just forming the wrong entity and making all these mistakes with credit can really up uh, turn their uh, business and, and make them not succeed not because the idea isn't good but because of the way they run the business
2: Yeah, absolutely If you if you get the wrong foundation you get different parts and pieces together that always comes back to haunt you you know, when you have a solid foundation, just like if you build a building, you know, or anything, it's solid, it, it feels good, it feels right, you know, from a psychological view, viewpoint, when you have a solid foundation in your business, you access the number one resource in the world for success, which is certainty. Certainty and confidence leads to everything you do. I know a lot of people in this economic times are very uncertain, very hopeful, very fearful if things are going to turn around for them, and that just doesn't help the situation.
1: All right, let's go back to the mistakes you say that they are common when people are setting up businesses. One of them, you say, is using your family's money. Uh, what is wrong with that, and what kind of trouble does that lead to?
2: Yeah, It leads to a lot of trouble because, again, a lot of people, because they're misinformed about how to start their business. They start off as a sole proprietorship, and because it's in your own name, that means when you finance things, you get money from your own personal credit cards, your personal lines of credit, things of that nature that really should be designated for you personally. If you have a, uh, a medical crisis, you have a uh, issue with your home or uh, things that come up, you need that emergency fund and those extra lines of credit for those things. And, of course, if you use that money and, and you use all those resources to get the business started, and a lot of times businesses start slower than we think. It takes a lot longer to be profitable, and a lot of people just overestimate the time at which they're going to be profitable to pay themselves back, because what they say to themselves often, we find, is they justify it by saying, uh, you know, I'll pay this back soon. Well, soon doesn't come soon enough, of course, and then the ripple effect starts, then it all starts to unravel.
1: Then another mistake you talk about is not setting up a corporation and building corporate credit right away. Uh, so this is kind of where people start as a
2: sole proprietorship and then switch it to an, a subchapter S or LLC. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's it's very important. See, again, it goes back to where do you get advice from. And when you look at professionals, they usually give one niche of advice. The the CPA or the accountant gives tax advice. They don't give financial planning, legal. They don't give any marketing advice. The attorney, financial planner, so it's all different. You're getting a different niche of advice. They might be correct from their perspective. So a lot of people, you know, the problems if you start off as a sole proprietorship and you get to that conclusion... Number one, you pay the most in taxes. Number two, Schedule C is the most highly audited form for ro- operating a business. The IRS has a $300 billion tax cap. Lowest hanging fruit is go after Schedule C filers. It's The worst marketing message, I mean, if you're a, a Schedule C and you don't make 40 or $50,000 in profits and your accountant told you to keep it simple and be a sole proprietorship, is that a powerful marketing message when you're looking to do joint ventures to grow your business, get new customers and clients? And it negatively affects dramatically your ability to build business credit because, as we already said, if you are maxing out your personal credit cards to self-finance your business, that is a great component when it comes to developing business credit and separating the two. And, of course, you have the most liability. A lot of people assume, I don't have any assets. What's the big deal? That's why I'm starting off as a sole proprietorship. When I get some assets, I'll do it later. Well, that's kind of like, you know, buying fire you know, insurance when your house is on fire it's, it's a little bit too late in many cases so it's better to do it from the beginning
1: now another mistake you're talking about is rushing the process for building corporate credit you say it takes time but people want it to
2: happen much faster than the banks are willing to do it for yeah absolutely. you can you can shoot yourself in the foot in this process i mean the industry standard it takes about two to three years to build business credit properly, to to find the right vendors, if you're lucky enough, that report, to use them to get them report, to go through the process to get a bank line of credit, business lines of credit, other type of things, and uh, a lot of people, of course, they wait till the big mistake is they wait till it's too late. In other words, they've maxed out all their personal resources. They already do have an LLC, and if they don't get thirty thousand dollars of unsecured credit by next week they're going to be missing some bill payments, maybe affecting their personal mortgage. So they wait too late and they rush. Then when they rush, they make mistakes. And the challenge in business credit, if you make mistakes, very difficult in the business credit bureaus to make updates to your records. It's actually, you know, it's hard enough to do it personally, but at least there's a process personally to update the personal credit bureaus. If you have something wrong, you know, write a letter and wait a couple months for it to get updated. Business credit is very different. Sometimes... You have one shot at the apple, and if you screw it up, you may have to form a new entity later on.
1: Another mistake you're saying is not following up on the credit-building process. What do you mean by that?
2: Yeah, what that refers to is uh, it is a process to build credit. It's a just like personal credit. There's a system there. And what a lot of people do is they'll do one or two things, and, for example, they'll get a Dunn's number with Dunn and Bradstreet and they may have gotten a paydex score. Most people don't realize today you need three vendors reporting. If you make one good payment, you'll get a paydex score. Well, D&B has other ways of evaluating your company, and that's not good enough. So a lot of people assume I've done a couple of things. They don't follow up on the rest of it. They really don't know, quite honestly, if their business is viewed as credible or questionable. I'm going to tell you, there's lots of businesses out there. Some have been around for six, seven years. Quite honestly, if somebody checked them out, Uh, they look rather questionable right now.
1: And then the final mistake of your nine mistakes is not recognizing opportunity costs. What do you mean by that? Well,
2: you know, business credit and profits of the business should only be leveraged to create better gains for the business. Some people get confused about when they think of business credit, they think of more debt, they got too much debt personally. But if you look at any successful company, any successful entrepreneur like a Donald Trump There is a part that debt is used to grow the business. The mistake becomes when you use the, uh, the business, the profits of the business to overcompensate for lack of a personal comprehensive budget. Or if you, for example, keep overspending personally and you gotta rob the business of credit, which could have been used for marketing, joint ventures, and growing the business. So a lot of people, uh, don't recognize the difference. They don't have the components in place. And it just leads to problems. And you know, the bottom line is, you don't want to kill the goose that laid the golden egg for your business, because you should be building a business credit asset and treat it as such.
1: So we've gone through the nine mistakes. So is this the kind of thing that you see all the time? People uh, going to Nevada corporate credit, uh, uh, corporate uh, Nevada corporate planners, and bring, They've already made a lot of these mistakes. What do you do with somebody who comes to you having made a lot of these mistakes?
2: Well, there's, there's several options, and it is very common. We talk to people that are brand new every day just getting started that don't realize the mistakes, so we obviously bring them to your awareness. We have a lot of people <clears throat> that have already incorporated, they've been in business, they've been sole proprietorships, so they realize, okay, geez, I've been a sole proprietorship for three years. I need to transition to an LLC. How do I do that? So we have a, tr- a checklist and webinars and trainings to help you make that a seamless process. We have many people, Jordan, that have been – in business as an LLC or corporation realize they're really financially naked right now. They don't have anything developed with the business credit bureaus and they want to fix that immediately and we can help those people also.
1: So why do they need you to do it? Why can't they do it on their own?
2: Well, like anything in life, you certainly can do parts and pieces of it on your own. You know, If you want to paint your own house, build your own house, you can do these things. The challenge in this specific area is <clears throat> there really is a Certain sequence of events that if you don't get them in the right order, you can shoot yourself in the foot, and it'll be ten times more costly to go back and redo it. And most people they never get a second shot at the apple because if you have the wrong foundation to begin with in your business, and if it doesn't work, most people they don't have the resources financially uh, for opportunity number two or three. So it's really critical in this area that if you're going to do it, you do it right from the first time or correct it as soon as you can because, you know, when you do it on your own, you are on your own, even though there's a lot of information. Somebody might go to the Internet. There's also a lot of conflicting information in the Internet. There's a lot of wrong information in the Internet. And the amount of time you would spend on that versus doing things that are much more effective, like joint ventures to bring in more customers and clients, you're much more likely to uh, go out of business faster if you're going to just do it all on your own.
1: Uh, Again, your website to find out more about all this is businessanswerstoday.com. Is there a phone number people can call, and what kind of a a consultation can they have before they actually sign up?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You can uh, give our offices a call. We have a toll-free number. We do a free 30-minute consultation, which is very comprehensive after we find out your situation, what you want to accomplish, where you're at. We'll give you lots of tools and resources. You'll have a very clear picture of of what the steps and fees and processes are to move forward to get back on track or to get started on the right foundation. Our phone number is one eight seven seven six two seven five 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 five. 627 5555 So, again, it's one eight seven seven 627 We'll be more than happy to help you out. Roughly how many uh, businesses have you uh, helped so far since you set this company up? Uh, we've uh, helped over close to about 6,000 entrepreneurs throughout the United States and uh, several uh, worldwide, actually.
1: And are there particular industries that you've de- dealt with a lot?
2: Yeah, have dealt more a lot in the home based business, direct sales industry. Seems to be where a lot of people need support, whether they're working part time, full time, they're starting a home based business to keep uh, their costs down. And uh, there's really a lot of misinformation there. A lot of them are operating as hobbies. You know, a lot of real estate investors, and a lot of people, quite honestly, that you know they realize uh, they have some assets to protect, and they know it's a challenging economy. Lawsuits are going up. So uh, we have a lot of clients in those situations also. Very good.
1: Okay, we're going to take a break. Uh, This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Scott Letourneau. Uh, He founded Nevada Corporate Planners quite a while ago, has dealt with thousands of companies, helping them get their acts together, avoiding some of the mistakes we talked about. When when we come back, we're going to talk about the ultimate business credit builder. Uh, Now we know what mistakes to avoid, the steps you can take to build your business credit and make your business a success. We'll be back after this.
3: When you are trying to establish your financial plan, there are all sorts of variables that you'll need to take into consideration, from the ever-changing economy and markets to investment risk and your own financial needs. How do you manage all of it to find a plan that will work for you? Tune in to The Insightful Investor with Bob Pugh. We'll help you iron it all out to help you stick to a financial plan with the knowledge that you need. The Insightful Investor is broadcast live Mondays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel.
0: You've been listening to The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan.
1: Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Scott LaTourneau. Uh, he is the founder of Nevada Corporate Planners, uh, which is a company that helps businesses get established, do the right things with their credit. Welcome back to the show, Scott. Thank you you have something called the business credit builder system uh which helps uh businesses build their credit in various ways and one of the things you say is important is that uh businesses be credible when they apply for business what are, what are banks looking for as far as credibility
2: well let's uh, if we don't mind can i take a step before that what the what credibility means to you as a business and why you may be losing customers clients and joint ventures if you don't appear credible because i'm going to tell you jordan most small businesses out there will appear questionable, and what that means is, you know, if you're going to go check out a business, let's say you're going to hire a company to do a project for you, maybe it's website development, they're going to do SEO marketing, or some other aspect as just a vendor, or you're going to take on this new uh, client who's going to promise to bring all this business to you, and they tell you over the phone they're maybe some of their sales, their numbers, how long they've been in business, but how do you really check them out? I mean, you can't go to the IRS and say, hey, can I pull the last three years' tax returns of that particular business so I can see if the numbers are remotely close to what they're telling me on their website or on the phone. I mean, you can't go to a bank and say, can I pull the last three months' bank statements of that ABC businesses I'd like to check out, uh, their cash flow. You can't really do that. And the best way to check somebody out is to go to the business credit bureaus, which the big three are Dun and Bradstreet, uh, Corporate Experian and Business Equifax. And at, uh, for example, at uh, Corporate Experience and Business Equifax, if you go to their websites on the internet, uh, you can, for free, free—I know it's hard to believe—but you can check someone out, put in their business name, their address, and see at least how many vendors are reporting to the business credit bureaus. And a lot of people would be shocked and everybody on the call probably wants to check out their own business immediately. A lot of people have one or two vendors, zero vendors reporting. And I'm going to tell you, if that's the case, you appear financially naked and that leaves a lot of people to conclude that, you know what, maybe you are questionable. You said you were around for six, seven years. You said you do two or three million in sales, but it doesn't look like much is showing up in the business credit bureaus. I don't think I'm getting the full story that's step one. That's a big problem for most people. And most people don't realize they could be losing bids, contracts, joint ventures, affiliate partners, all types of revenue, because you're never going to find out if somebody checks you out. Now, D&B, for as little as 60 bucks, you can check somebody out and pull a report. So that's kind of step one.
1: And, and so you're saying you have to give them the vendors that, are, that you're paying, because they wouldn't know who those are, right? So, and then they'll check them out for you.
2: Yeah, there's a, what happens is, you know, the first challenge, I I mentioned it a little bit earlier, there's about 50,000 vendors, for example, that grant credit to business owners. Less than 10% report to the business credit bureaus because, A, it's expensive both in labor and fees to actually, you know, take the labor to report that somebody paid the payment on time and to report it to the business credit bureaus. That's part of the way how they make their money. So a lot of people will say to me, Scott, I've been paying, you know, I got 20 vendors from a telephone bill to office supplies. I've been paying them on time for six years and they, they're in shock that nobody's reported. Uh, well, they don't realize they're probably working with vendors that don't report and that is a problem because you just look financially naked. So there's a process to a, realize who the vendors are. And, and the problem is done in Bradstreet, they know who the vendors are report, but they don't release the list That's part of their intellectual property. So,
1: so how do you help somebody who has not been uh,
2: getting adequate
1: reporting to increase their paydex score and get credit for the payments they've
2: been making? Well, one of the things we do with our Ultimate Business Credit Builder system is uh, we have um, vendors that we, through trial and error over the years, have determined which ones are reporting to the business credit bureaus, which bureaus specifically do the report to? They report to one, two, or three of them, and then we've also put them in the sequence of events. For example, you know, you might have a vendor in the area of a gas credit card, and there's a, and a company that will actually report to Dun and Bradstreet that might give you a four or five hundred dollar trade line of credit. But there's sequences where you want to get that reporting. A little bit of office supplies before you move to a larger vendor if you move to a larger vendor first without having steps one and two done with smaller vendors you'll get rejected and that starts to show up in the business credit bureaus then you get issues so there's a sequence of events and we've kind of spent years through trial and error and figuring out the logical sequence of events and we put it in a platform with software and uh, it pretty much is step-by-step. Is step. You can't even jump ahead in the system if you wanted to because we know if you do, you'll be tempted to jump for those larger vendor lines of credit, but you have to do a couple of things before that. So it's uh, that's how we do it, and that's how we help uh, business owners get these results quickly.
1: So in addition to being credible, you say it's important to have your business be fundable. Uh, what do you mean by that that's different from credibility, and what are some of the things people need to become fundable?
2: What happens is a lot of people when they call us, when they think of credit, they think of cash lines of credit, a uh, $40,000 line of credit from a bank. They need uh, money for equipment financing. They think of uh, a business credit card, some type of cash. And they don't realize they've got to get in their business in a position uh, to be fundable. And what's shifted over the last 24 months, there's many things that have shifted in the financial community when it comes to business owners. One of the big things is that uh, banks specifically are are now starting to look at how many vendors are reporting uh, trade lines of credit uh, before they might look at a business line of credit. As you know, most banks now are going to wait one to two years before you can only even open a business line of credit but the banks want to see your level of fundability. They want to see who's been granting you credit before we give you cash lines of credit. So it's very important to develop the fundability by getting this reporting happening, combination of your credit score, what is the scores with the business credit bureaus. This all comes into play to give you an accurate prediction of how fundable you're going to be. And so what with our program, there's over 19 different funding options that our clients will find out uh, basically immediately after they're in compliance meeting their entity set up properly and they have all those things in place and the good news is with our nineteen different funding options which cover the gambit between cash advance, merchant cash advance, equipment financing, things of those natures, bank financing we have funding advisors that actually advise you to what's likely to be successful for you and the big thing that people make the mistake on Jordan is they just think of, I need $40,000 in cash. They haven't thought through, you know, I need 10000 for equipment. I need some more money for uh, marketing, which needs cash. And our funding advisors help you work through that process to get the best combination, A, the most amount of credit uh, and the best rates, and ideally, in many times, uh, to minimize some personal guarantees. Give me a sense
1: of the lending environment today. And we had the crisis in 2008. Have the banks? They they say they've got lots of money to lend. What kind of criteria are, are things tighter or looser? Kind of give me a sense of the
2: lending environment today. Yeah, the lending environment today is much tighter, and of course the ripple effect is, you know, the banks. The last couple of years took over two trillion dollars out of the consumer credit market. That's why you see a lot of people say, you know, develop a personal emergency fund. If you have extra cash, just don't pay down your personal credit cards. If you pay down your personal credit cards, the banks will come in and lower your credit limit. So they lower your credit limit, that jacks up your revolving debt, drives down your credit score. So the banks, at one hand, are are directly or indirectly, however you want to look at it, helping to drive down your credit score. <coughs> now they're raising, and on the other hand, they're raising the standards that your credit score has to be higher than it used to be because they want to take on less risk, and now we're... Two and a half years ago, three years ago, you used to be able to get a, a even a business line of credit in 30 or 40 days, the name of the company. Most banks are waiting two years. So you have this gap between starting a business in two years where most people need the most support and there's the least options for them, especially in the whole uh, banking community. Now, are there exceptions? There always is. For example, if you're a restaurant you know, it's interesting in the restaurant industry, not that I recommend anybody open a restaurant it's like the fastest way to lose money typically. But in, in the restaurant industry they used to lend you money before you start the restaurant as long as you had the business plan. Now they got smarter because guess what people were doing? They'd say they're gonna open a restaurant and they'd get the money and they never open it and they just kept the money. So the financing for restaurants has shifted that they wanna wait till you at least open for business two days, then you'll get the money. So there's lots of little micro adjustments that's happened in certain areas you just got to know the rules of the game to win it but it's changed dramatically it's a lot tougher and for most people it's more critical than ever before that you kind of know the rules to win the game because most of the times, you're not going to get a, a second shot at the apple
1: so uh, you're saying things are tight now. for somebody who is is starting out a business they don't have two years of history and the big banks are not going to really see them until you know consider them until those two years uh... past uh what other sources are there for getting uh, business
2: credit so somebody who's just brand new starting off what they're going to start with is i mentioned earlier they're going to form a separate entity which we can do that for you in know, all 50 states we have a very te- turnkey process a lot of support tools all those kind of things then you go to a business credit card based upon whatever your personal credit is if your personal credit's bad you got a foreclosure you may just have to operate in a debit card may have to get a secured business credit card things of that nature for the business you want to keep it out of the business credit bureau then you start looking at other options for example a lot of people Jordan have money in IRAs that don't realize if you set up a qualified retirement plan in the name of the company uh, you're immediately uh, vested and you have the ability to uh, get a five-year loan so that could be a possibility as far as for someone uh, then you get into areas about for example do you have accounts receivable if you have accounts receivable there is financing for that immediately that can come into play uh, the SBA does have a couple options on a smaller amount for brand-new businesses. Uh, obviously, a lot of people had a previous business, and you might have had equipment that has value. You could get financing from that. Uh, there's purchase order financing. Then the the hottest source of lending, which comes into play after about nine months to a year, is uh, cash advance and merchant account cash advance financing, which is based upon credit card sales by the company and cash sales. See, a lot of people realize the banks look at credit personally in the business to give you more money and cash advanced financing, they look at cash flow to finance you. So there are some different options. I'm going to tell you, like anything else in life, there's no magic pill. It is a difficult environment, but at least you there are some real resources and solutions if you build the process properly.
1: So you're saying it's better to go that way than to uh, borrow from friends and family and tap into your personal credit lines, which is what most people probably do when they're starting out.
2: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with uh, if if you had to do that as an emergency, but starting your business with that plan uh, to max out everything personally, to jeopardize your personal family, uh, to potentially lose your home if you get laid off. That's just not a smart way to do it. It's much better to separate it from day one. And I know a lot of people are listening have made the mistake. It's been a year, two years, three years, five years. The key then is to get off that track immediately, even if you've already maxed out everything, and start separating the business and personal credit moving forward.
1: You have what you call funding advisors, who are people. What, what do they actually do? If somebody uh, joins Nevada Corporate Planners uh, at BusinessAnswersToday.com, what do these funding advisors do for people?
2: So, what the funding advisors' jobs are is. See, what we used to do is, uh, years ago, we would have the different lines of credit applications and we'd send you to the resources to fill them out. And you didn't really have a sounding board with the funding advisors. We also have certified business credit coaches that take you through the whole process. But the, the funding advisors specifically, there's like say 19 major categories of, of funding. When you think of like cash lines of credit, things of that nature, and they vary. I mentioned a couple of them, like the accounts receivable financing, equipment leasing, uh, cash advance, those type of categories. The funding advisor, as you are pre-qualified, and our system will tell you if you're pre-qualified. It'll, it'll, you'll work with a funding advisor that will guide you on the best choices, the best options, before you pull the trigger on the application. Because obviously, when you pull the trigger on the application. You'd like to know what's the likelihood of getting approval, unlike banks who are totally reactive, where you basically fill out a form, you get rejected, and you find out later. Yeah, very good. Okay, we're
1: going to take another break. Uh, This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Scott Letourneau. He is the CEO of Nevada Corporate Planners, which has helped lots of uh, small businesses uh, get themselves established and uh, funded in various ways. We'll be back after this.
4: intense and intelligent catch Kevin unscripted and uncensored keeps you informed of the ideological theological and economic war being waged against the United States of America Kevin Lehman's bold and brilliant style challenges your deepest held beliefs and provokes you to ask the hard questions religious scientific political or financial Kevin is holding the establishment's feet to the fire with high-profile guests that include politicians, economists, theologians, and business titans. He'll demand truth over tradition and facts over fiction. Full of passion, wisdom, and wit, Kevin's transparent and no-nonsense style make Catch Kevin Unscripted and Uncensored, the go-to show for real insight on business, politics, social issues, and breaking news. It's time to get real, America. It's time to tackle the tough issues. Head on. Tune in to Catch Kevin, unscripted and uncensored. Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel.
3: If you're looking for creative ways to improve your bottom line, tune in to Make Your Move with Alan and Brian Bolio. Their proven track record of helping businesses enhance their profitability will provide the basis for a forum about actionable items based on a business person's perspective. The program will be business talk, but with an economic context, so you'll know how to stay ahead of the game. Make Your Move is broadcast live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
0: You've been listening to the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866 472 5790. That's 866 472 5790. Now back to Jordan.
1: Welcome back to the Money Answers Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Scott Letourneau. Uh, He is the founder and CEO of Nevada Corporate Planners, uh, based in Las Vegas, Nevada. Welcome back to the show, Scott. Thank you. Uh, We were uh, talking a little bit about what you call the ultimate business credit builder system. Uh, Just kind of briefly giving people an overview. We've talked a lot about these issues, but what people specifically can get when they uh,
2: find out more about it. Yeah, when you give us a call... We'll explain, first we want to find out what your situation is, what you've attempted, where you're at, what kind of results are you looking for in this particular area. We'll tell you exactly the time frame, what's likely to happen. Then with our program, uh, there, there's five parts. Number one, you get unlimited access for 12 months to an online platform that takes you through step by step. First step is compliance. Because when you're working on the Business Credit Bureau, you gotta be in compliance, because that will, you don't want any negatives showing up, because they're very hard to erase. So then you go through the 19 different funding options to see how many you're pre-qualified for, send you immediately to our funding advisors. You don't pay any fees to the funding advisors. Their goal is to get your results and get you funded. Then we work on building the vendor lines of credit to get them reporting uh, through the three business credit bureaus for you, and we take you through that process. And the good news, you have online access to this platform for 12 months, very comprehensive. You can't jump ahead and screw it up. It's very step-by-step. Step two, which is critical, is you work with a certified business credit coach. You have unlimited access for 12 months, phone number, email. And I'll tell you something, our business credit coaches have to call you every 13 days, whether you call them or not. They have to stay on you to help build the process. They're actually incentivized. The further you get ahead and the more results you get, the better they do with their basic compensation because we know we want you to get results. Number three, we know that you require extra training, so we put together a whole training manual with over 12 different uh, CDs and everything from if you want to raise money through investors, uh, top attorney we've interviewed, to valuation strategies, to how credit repair works, so if you have a bad personal credit, how to repair it in the quickest period of time. These are all physical CDs with transcripts, other tools we send you. Next, we have our own support system. I have a call-in day once a month for all our business credit clients. If they want to bounce things off me as far as their business, financing some other options, we do fast start webinars, and they'll have uh, tools to get your business off to a fast start and also incorporating another webinar, all recorded. And I think the last part is one of the components, addition to everything else we mentioned that separates us from everybody else, is that I find, Jordan, that there's a lot of people out there You go on the Internet say unsecured lines of credit, grants, which rarely ever work, and there's a lot of information out there. But the problem for most people, if they got the money, they would still end up going out of business just later than sooner. So our goal is to help you solve that problem. So we have a training system online to help you with the highest form of leverage, which is joint ventures. How do you get other companies to promote you at no cost? For over two years, we did trainings and we videotaped, audiotaped all the trainings online. It was a, a three-day boot camp. You were at one of them. And all this incredible training is there so you can go out and grow your business. So now we get you the results with the financing. If we can get you the best return on your investment, you're going to be a success because our real goal is to help you beat the odds. As we said earlier, 95% fail. Only 5% are in the top five. That's where we want you to be. So that's what we've done very differently. And to make it really easy... We have a $50,000 guarantee that we will, if you follow the system, go through the steps, you'll at a minimum be pre-qualified for $50,000 of credit, which will be a combination of vendor and cash lines of credit uh, for you. So that's our guarantee. And uh, so that's how we help people. We get results all the time. And it's just a matter of working with the coaches and staying committed.
1: Again, people can find out more at uh,
2: businessanswerstoday.com. Um And what is the phone number again? Yeah, the phone number to give us a call is one eight seven seven six two seven five 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 five. 627 5555 So,
1: again, it's 877-627-5555. You talked a little bit about joint ventures. That really is an important uh, idea. To tell us briefly how people can use joint ventures to promote their
2: business without really costing them very much. And- what happens in this economy there's a lot of businesses that are losing clients and customers are losing membership there's associations losing membership uh because of the economy so if you have a valuable product or service and if you're able to create tools like a could be a free report an audio something that adds tremendous value and you can do something called a host beneficiary relationship where someone is the uh, the host so for in this example you're the host, you're doing your radio show, I'm coming to add valuable content to your listeners, I'm the beneficiary. You had to establish your brand, your identity, you spent all this money over the years, all the books you've written, all the things you've done, I get to come on for free because I'm adding value to your listeners to help better themselves and their business. So. In my position, I didn't have to spend millions of dollars that you've probably invested all over the years, all your time, effort, energy to be successful It's no cost to me. And so for small business owners, that's out of their awareness. And we teach you step-by-step how to get in a position to add more value to others and how to make others more successful. Most people make the mistake and they start talking about their product and service and how great it is instead of finding the pain that the other business owner has and how you can help them convert, be more successful by maybe you giving up a part of what you can do at no cost, free, and leverage it. It's a very powerful strategy. Uh, large corporations do it time to time, uh, but a lot of small business owners miss this opportunity greatly.
1: And then uh, the last thing is incorporation. We mentioned it briefly. Uh, there's people have misperceptions about uh, incorporating them. I mean, you're based in Nevada. People think if they incorporate Nevada,
2: they can avoid a lot of taxes. How do you
1: help people figure out what the right place to
2: incorporate is? It's a very important part of the process. As I said earlier, we incorporate in all 50 states. We're a big fan. The The four most common choices are Nevada, Wyoming, Delaware, and your home state. And there's misconceptions about each of them. Even Nevada, we're a big fan of. Nevada, for example, unless you're internationally based or you have a business in Las Vegas, employees Really won't help you save taxes at the state level. It's very good when it comes to an extra layer of liability to protect the entity veil. So if we have clients in Nevada, they will foreign register in the other states, pay taxes there. I mean, you reduce your taxes by the correct entity, maximizing meals, travel, entertainment expenses, having the right retirement plans, things of that nature, working with a good CPA. But uh, so that's it. Delaware, for example, very popular if you're going public. That's not 99.9% of business owners are going public. Uh, most people don't understand they have a certain tax rate in Delaware that you have to foreign register somewhere else. Wyoming's trying to copy Nevada, and the problem is they're trying to if you have no taxes. incorporating Wyoming, you have to foreign register. A lot of people, their home state becomes the best option because that's where they are. It's, it's a little less expensive. But if you're moving, that may not be the best pivot point. So we can help you go through all of that we have a lot of research and information on that. And Very when good. you give us a call, we'll walk you through that, that maze. Very good.
1: All right. Well, thanks so much. My guest this hour has been Scott Letourneau. He's the CEO of Nevada Corporate Planners. Again, you can find out more about what he does to help you form and fund your business at BusinessAnswersToday.com. Thanks for being on the Money Answer Show, Scott. Thank you, Jordan. It's been a pleasure. And we'll be back with another edition of the Money Answer Show next week. Goodbye for now.
0: Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com and be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.
3: What do you think of the price of gas these days? You-